Welcome to lesson three in how to think like Jesus Christ. And do you know what? Everything we say should be as if we are speaking the very words of God. You are God's messenger to a hungry age, an age where people are hungry for meaning, significance and truth. So uh, I'm going to say this as if I'm speaking the very words of God to you. Lesson three is about in God's timing. One of the major shifts we all need when beginning to think like Jesus Christ is an almost guaranteed dissonance between your timing and God's. This was picked up in an early clash of time alignment with Jesus' family. I'm going to read from read for you from uh, John chapter 7. After these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee, for he wouldn't walk in Judea because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the feast of the Jews, the feast of booths, was at hand. His brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go into Judea, that your disciples also may see your works which you do. For no one does anything in secret while he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, reveal yourself to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus therefore said to them, My time has not yet come but your time is always ready. I'm going to say that again. Jesus therefore said to them, my time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not yet going up to this feast because my time is not yet fulfilled. Perhaps the most well-known passage on timing is the beautiful passage, the poetry in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. For everything, there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. One of the most challenging aspects the new Jesus Christ-like thinker will have to adopt is the fact that there is a time for war. When we don't have an accurate theology, the big issue will always be why does God allow such and such to happen? Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Jesus never ever, ever promised an easy journey. Quite the opposite, in fact. Why? Because the truth is, we are at war, and have been at war, since the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. There is a time for every purpose under heaven, for everything there is a season. Thus now is the time of Yahweh's favour, our Heavenly Father's favour, the year of Jubilee, the spiritual equivalent of the year of Jubilee, when all of Israel's tribes had restored to them everything they'd lost. It was a wonderful concept. It is a wonderful concept. They found rest 
they found peace. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and you will find rest. Take my yoke upon you, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. They found peace. It is, right now, a time for peace for us. But it has to be entered into just as the tribes of Israel had to enter into and take the promised land. We have to seize the promise. The New Testament message is that all the powers of darkness have been defeated. Jesus said, the evil one has nothing in me. But defeated is not the same as absent. It took a long time to mop up the resistance from the Japanese in the Pacific after VJ Day in the Pacific. Some deep jungle Japanese warriors went on waging guerrilla warfare for decades, decades after the victory had been won. Whilst the devil may know that he's defeated, what other options does he have but to continue to fight? Let's accept, therefore, that we are at war, and we always will be. There is a powerful moment in the first movie uh, called Independence Day, the science fiction movie, where an alien uses a human to speak to the president. The president says, can there be peace between us? The chilling answer comes back, no peace. This mirrors the truth of the war between the forces of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, and the principalities and powers and rulers of this present dark age. In a strategic campaign in war, timing is a key ingredient. We cannot have peace with the forces of darkness, but we must act within God's time frame. God has a plan. He has timings. Some are not for us to know yet. Jesus said, it's not for you to know the timings that my father has planned for the second coming, but the rest of them are. To understand God's timing, we have to learn to listen, to enjoy the silence. Go on a date with the Holy Spirit. Go off into nature. Find quiet and stop talking. Stop talking. Start listening. Ask God to unveil his timing for your life. Remember, the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom, and thus not by human hands. You and I should be able to go within the veil. But first, we have to get past the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper is called by some preachers the fanatic in the attic, though I prefer the idiot in the attic. Jesus was clear that we should never call anyone a fool, but the word for fool the word for fool suggests a morally deficient person. I think, as the Bible says, the fool says in his heart there is no God. There is this idiot in our head that goes, God's not working for me. God doesn't love me anymore. Da, 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 da. God doesn't exist. That's a fool. That's an idiot. So by idiot, I mean an egocentric, needy part of the human psyche. There is a monkey in our mind that just chitter, chatter, 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 chitter most of the time. The Holy Spirit is not in the storm of the chatter. He is not in the noise. If you want to hear the Holy Spirit, if you want to go on a date with the Holy Spirit, you need to be still and know that he is God. Some psychologists talk about the ego, the id, and the superego. The id is what Paul would call the flesh, the carnal, fallen, instinctive animal aspect of all humans. The ego is the I, hence identity, I suppose. The self, the superego, is more akin to the regenerate spirit in the born-again believer. 
To hear God's timing, you and I will need to listen more to the superego, the sensei in the cellar. This is what I call then the sensei in the cellar. The ego is the fanatic in the attic or the idiot in the attic. The fanatic in the attic is noisy, needy, self-centered, willful and mindfully. It's it's a mindful awareness. The sensei in the cellar is the deeper, quieter, older, wiser aspect of ourselves that listens to God, that hears his voice. To discover God's timing for your life, you must invest time, quiet time, and know that quantity matters. Yep, I did say that. Quantity, not necessarily quality. Quality is really important, but we need to invest vast amounts of time in just calibrating our hearing to hear the Spirit of God. Seek him while he may be found. The favourable year of Yahweh is about to expire. I kid you not. There's lots of people who out there have grown slack and have gone, you know, yeah, I'll become a Christian when I I feel like it. The time is running out. Now is the time of God's favour. He is patient with you, not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But there is a clock. There is a time. I don't want you to be like that scary verse in the Old Testament that says the summer is past. The harvest is ended and we are not saved. It's going to be obvious that Jesus is exactly who he said he was when he comes back. And that will be too late for people to make their choice. So be God inside minded. Say yes to Jesus. Recognize that he was raised from the dead. He was fully God, fully man. Say, Jesus, I make you my covenant Lord. I will seek to obey you. Jesus is Lord. I give my life unreservedly to you. Lord, change me.